Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode... Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. But check this out. This movie, this is the, probably the first time I've seen this. Uh, this has got 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. Version from game to movie is if, the, if they try to be true to the actual game, it doesn't end up being so good as a movie. So they have to be, a, I think, as a, as a conversion from game to movie, that it, the story has to be more imaginative. See, I, I disagree with that. You know, I think that they should go all out and make it what it is like give you what you give you what you came for but still make it you know imaginative and maybe you can change something but when they change a lot i think people are people feel they feel cheated they feel cheated i mean look at some of the successes <laughs> I'm just waiting for who's gonna start laughing first yeah exactly all right listen folks we're back we are back the boys are back in town well actually we're in different towns at the moment but um yeah the boys are back we've got deval we've got emmanuel and myself we're bringing you another episode of the flicksters whoa well, listen, we have got a gamified episode for you. And if you don't know what that is, keep listening because we've got game movies, game news, game whatever coming at you from all sides. So uh, sit back, relax, enjoy the show. All right. Okay. So first things first. Why is it? That's the thing. Oh, the question is why? I mean, what's happened recently that made us want to actually to... do a game-focused you know, episode, something big must be happening in the world. Well, you know, someone, what stopped, be? someone stopped being a player and then... Um, <laughs> you know what, right? I've been watching these kids, man. I was, I went, I went to the super, I went to the, uh, to the mall, the mall over here, right? And kids, man, they were like, oh, PlayStation, this PlayStation, that. So I went yeah. into kind of like the local, uh, the game store, whatever it is over here. Man, they were, had the graphic, they, they were playing games, they were showing it, it looks wicked devout, Emmanuel. I mean, have you seen the footage? Have you seen the game I've footage? I've seen it, I've, I've seen I've seen the device, yeah. It's huge though. Mm-hmm. Massive. I, I'm a PC. <laughs> we're working on believing it. <laughs> we're talking about the PlayStation 5 thing, in case some people haven't clocked on, but in, on the 12th of November, it launched in the US and some other territories as well. In the UK, it's launching on the 19th, which is probably by the time you hear this, it would have launched. Yeah. So that's why, guys, we're, we're focusing on games and we're, we're just, I guess putting out a lot of respect to a lot of the uh, video games that have turned into movies and TV shows and just talking about it today. So, I mean, just to think about where games started from as well, like it hasn't been that long. And then now we're just basically playing (laughs) on games that are just almost realistic, like true to life compared to (laughs) (laughs) games on the Commodore 64. Oh man, Commodore 64. (laughs) Vision. Atari. All those, but you know, you know, the, the video game system or computer game system. I'll, I'll, I'll stick to that. But it's worth like so many more billions compared to the movie industry. Yeah. Some, someone said actually that the video game uh, industry is worth more than the movie and music industry combined. Oh, so, that, and and I believe uh, it. and they're growing on esports as well. Esports is getting yeah. big. Yeah, massive yeah, and, and when you think about it like okay like the new miles the new spider-man game i think that's like about 60 50 60 quid isn't it mm. yeah yeah 
the price so is going to keep com- on going up, man. Yeah, exactly. So when you compare that to kind of like a price of a cinema ticket, which back home last time, if I can remember, it was like about 14 quid, was it 14, 15 quid? Yeah, something like that. Now, anyway, yeah. it's gone down. Yeah, now, now, with, with newer launches of consoles, it just shoots up again. And stay up for a exactly. I know, man. So yeah, so folks, this is going to be a game intensified episode for you. So all you gamers out there, hope you're listening and uh, we really hope you enjoy the show. All right. Okay. So uh, shout outs, Devado, who are we shouting out this week? A couple of shout outs this week. First one goes out to Zakrov, uh, who listens to the show and always listens to the show when he's been cooking food and eating. So uh, we <laughs> add a little flavor to his meal. But yeah, this week he... Actually, he's the one that told me about the uh, box set that I'm going to talk about later on, and that's the Mortal Kombat Legacy uh, TV show. So I've got uh, Zach Croft to thanks for that one, among other recommendations that he's made. Wicked. Uh, Actually, tell me he also plays the violin, so he likes uh, a person. Yeah, he likes a person that that, that done the music for Game of Thrones. uh, Ramin, let me say his name. Ramin Ramin Jamin or something? That's it, something like that. Ramin Jamin. Out <laughs> 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 of a reggae song, isn't it? Ramin. <laughs> Ramin for your life. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, no, but I know so. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> listen, Zakharov, if you're listening to this episode, please, man, if you've got the time, if you can kind of fit this in, it'd be great if you could do some like intro music for us, like make it dramatic, like, you know, just pull, pull out those strings, Ooh, do that for us. That'd be mm. great. Definitely. <laughs> Next shout out goes to Tracy uh, Biscuit. And uh, she, she <laughs> Tracy Biscuit, mm-hmm. uh, take a piece of that. Uh, Tracy, how do you like your biscuit? Do you like it dunked? Do you like it straight? Do you, like, I don't know, what do you Yeah, what's her favorite biscuit as well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not kind of goil. Are you a cracker? No, she's not a cracker, definitely. Sorry. Hobnobbing. Uh, so we've got to take you about those those uh, those uh, messages, tweets, or the podcasts where ten years down the line, someone will hear someone say something. They're going to pull this out. <laughs> they it was just jokes. It was just jokes. <laughs> yeah, so it's Tracy Tracy Biscuit just shouted us out on, on Instagram uh, about one of our posts. I think today we're Friday the thirteenth. So Friday the thirteenth is now past, guys. We all say Friday the thirteenth in twenty twenty could have been mm. dangerous. But nothing. Mm. Exactly. Let's move on. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Get, let's get into movie news now. Um, we've got a stat. Well, they've got some great movie news, actually. Let's check this out. Now, we've spoken about Michael B. Jordan on the show, and we've said this tons and tons and tons of times before. And uh, Emmanuel, I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with us. But yeah, this guy mm. is a massive, huge star. He's been in some great movies. Creed, obviously, you know, Kill, played Killmonger in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But And he's, he's going to be looking to start doing directing as well, isn't he? Oh mm-hmm. man, he's got his fingers in loads of different pies. But yeah, so do, uh, Emmanuel, tell us about this uh, news that you've got for us over here. It sounds really good. Yeah, so Michael B. Jordan uh, to co-star as uh, John Clark in uh, in two of Paramount's Rainbow Six uh, Siege movies. So Michael B. Jordan and uh, Tom Michael B. Jordan and Tom Clancy fans of uh, Rainbow Six uh, first caught wind of this news about two years ago. But now it's re- it really seems as though we're finally going to um, get closer to getting to see Black Panther star prize the role of uh, pretty soonish with um, our first official teaser trailer, and which dropped eleven months ago. Now I think I think that Michael he's actually going to do really well um, to play John Clark with um, having played Killmonger in Black Panther and uh, following on from 
uh, William Defoe and uh, Liam Schraber, who previously portrayed the ex-Navy SEAL turned operations officer for the yeah. CIA. Um, which means that, I mean, the potential is there for the name John Clark to become a popular name like Jack Ryan um, and, and to be a franchise with longevity and action and you know, pot- political intrigue. Um, as we've already seen in five movies based on Tom Clancy's character, Jack Ryan. And for some of those who probably aren't familiar with, um, with the Jack, previous Jack Ryan films, um, one, there's about five popular ones, which is that come to mind. And, uh, the, any of you remember like the, the hunt for red October, which was like Alec Baldwin and Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, Patriot games was another with Harrison Ford. Clear and Present Danger, that was in 94, that was William Defoe, And um, the, the Sum of All Fears, Ben Affleck starred in that one with uh, Morgan oh, Freeman. yeah, forgot about that one, yeah. And then there's a, and the most recent one for me anyway, um, is the Jack Ryan um, Shadow, Shadow Recruit, uh, yeah. which featured, was it Chris Payne and Kevin Costner and was it Kenneth uh, Brennan? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they they kind of like reinventing that story. That story kind of keeps coming back and everything. But um, mm. yeah, man. I mean, Ian Clancy, man. This guy. Oh, sorry, Tom Clancy, Ian Clancy, wherever they are. But I mean, um, they they um, I mean, th- those books, uh, those games. I, I mean, I've played the Rainbow Six games. Deval, I'm not sure. Deval, have you played them on the PlayStation? Nah, I kind of left them alone. I, I'm more of a Call of Duty man. I kind of left. Okay. Rainbow Zippy and Bungle. Come on. <laughs> 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 I haven't played Rainbow Six in years. Man. You know what? It's great, great, great games. No, seriously. And if, no, if Michael if, B. Jordan is attached to it, it's going to be great. Well, sorry, I was going to say, if you, if you ask a New Zealander about Rainbow Six, the way they would say it, they'll, they'll, mm. they'll say Rainbow Sex. There's six sounds like sex. Imagine they want Rainbow Sex. They don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> oh shit alright so yeah so fans of Rainbow Six check uh, you know go online check it out and um, you know uh, we'll keep you posted on that one now let's move on to another game now this game fellas if you didn't already know this this is the highest grossing game apparently well according mm-hmm. to Wikipedia I think highest grossing game ever Minecraft like mm. Minecraft this game has sold millions millions and millions around the world in different variations etc but, Do you know uh, how I came across it? Yeah, go on. I, I, I didn't know about Minecraft um, until no, like... No, you downloaded that. I saw you playing it. <laughs> <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> those blocks. No, no. <laughs> no, but the kids, the, the kids nowadays, they, they jumped on this. And that's, when, that's how I found out because I was basically babysitting um, some friends of mine um, as kids. And uh, they were just on this Minecraft and trying to sh- you know, show me this game. And anyway, so like Minecraft, the the movie has been given a a launch date of March twenty twenty two. Wow! Um, and Mojang, the creators of Minecraft, seem to finally um, have finally entrusted Warner Brothers with their IP um, to work on a movie based on their popular blocky game of Minecraft. Um, not many people will know this, but this will this. Um, this will not be the first movie produced um, based off this popular blocky game. Um, the popular YouTuber, um, Brandon Larch, he basically pr- um, produced the first movie titled Minecraft Birth of Man. From, he, re- he raised 600k as a Kickstarter project and funded the, m- the movie production 
which basically plays plays him and um, sort of like um, uh, it, I'm trying to describe it. It's ba- it's kind of like a he's animated everything around it, around him. So, but um, but put him as the motion like real life actor in the in the film, and uh, yeah, he basically produced that, and that was base and um, that was the first movie uh, of um, 600k from a, you know from a Kickstarter funding, um, but was shut down in 2014 when he produced it because he went about it producing the movie without the permission of Mojang, Mojang um, and was shut down. So yeah, <laughs> they got caught, caught wind of that. It didn't matter how good it was. It was just shut down. It was like, nah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it looks like this movie so now, won't be shut down. So we're definitely going to see this movie in like in 2022. And what, what is yeah, the so appeal now, of this game? Yeah. So now Warner brothers, um, uh, now with Warner brothers, the, the Minecraft movie, um, it's, it's set to bring to life the story of a teenage girl and her unlikely group of adventurers brought together to save their blocky world from the malevolent ender dragon of the ender world. <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous, man. It sounds bloody crazy, man. It sounds mad. With the, with the leaked news of the cast, of the character cast, and also I've heard Steve, Steve Carell is... Um, you know, star to li- uh, star in lead role um, in the Warner Brothers um, official choosing of um, Peter Select the Celetti. That's uh, he's the director um, okay. best known for um, 2008 Nick um, and uh, Noah Noah's Infinite Playlist. I've wow. not actually watched this movie. He's a uh, I don't think he's a really that big of a known actor though. Um, director, sorry. Um, but yeah, well, listen, he's, he's due to direct that movie. Listen, listen, the kids, man, the kids, once they know that there's a Minecraft movie out there, they're going to be up all on this, man. They're going to be building Yeah, man, because it'll be the like cinema. the Lego movie. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Warner Brothers produced the Lego movie as well, so. <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. So yeah, fans of Minecraft, uh, if, if that's you, then, okay, great. Like, you know, um, this movie's going to be coming out soon and we'll speak about it when that comes out. But... Mm. Let's speak about this now. This game I've played. I remember playing this on the Xbox. I was one of those nerds who went out on the first day, bought the first Xbox. <laughs> and listen, let me tell you one thing. You know, you think the PlayStation 5 is big. This mm. beast of a machine, man, fellas, this thing was heavy, hunking it across. I went down to Harrow because that was the only place that was like, you know, had it. And I was there like about 7, 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, yeah, man, look at me. I'm cool. Went home, played Halo. <laughs> I loved it. It was brilliant. And now they're going to be making a movie out of this, right? Yeah. Or a TV yeah, show or yeah. something. So, yeah. This is, uh, this is the. This is yeah, this. I think we actually spoke about this a while ago. Uh, we, we sort of broke it when it first first came about. That Steven Spielberg uh, and Showtime are going to be uh, sort of working on the Halo uh, series. It's going to be about nine episodes, from what I understand. Uh, ten. I think the first season. Ten uh, episodes. Sort of, the nine or ten. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then uh, it's going to be well. At first, people were saying that Batista should be the main guy in Halo because he kind of looked like the Great the call. main. Big sort of character. I don't know what his name is. I never played it, but what's his name? Yeah. Master Chief. Master Chief. Yeah. So, mm. and you know, when I saw the comparisons, Batista does come across like that. He's big and <laughs> yeah. chunky. You know, I can imagine all the gear on him and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. But uh, Pablo Schreiber is going to be the lead guy. He's going to play Master Chief. He was a guy that was in 
uh, Orange is the New Black mm. was a, 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 a dirty co- a copy in that. He's been in a few things. He was in uh, that one with 50 Cent. Uh, oh, uh, Den of Thieves. He was in okay. that. He's been in a few things, actually. He's actually a good actor. He's cool. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be a few. And then you've got like Natasha that? as well, and Natasha Kolzak. Um, she's in, she's um, going to be in it as well. From she's from the The Witcher and uh, okay, first. Cool, okay. yeah. Oh, and Deval, I just had a look at this. It's going to have our friend in it, Bokeem. Bokeem's going to be in it. Yes, I've come into that. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in the <laughs> two pack video, I get mad at you from like nineteen ninety five or something like that. Yes, he's going to be in it. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> he's one man. I'm, most, I'm most excited about. But yeah, so. This is coming out. It's going to be, uh, we'll see, Steven Spielberg, Amblin, Amblin Entertainment is going to be involved in it. Also, the director of Peaky Blinders and Black Mirror, Otto Bathurst, is going to be uh, going to direct and also executive produce. So that's good. That's good stock. So do you know But what? do you know how much they've spent already? I don't know. They, yeah, the budget succeeded uh, 41.3 million. So it's not quite to it's not um though it's not quite exceeding the budget of like Game of Thrones. It, it is clearly um closer to The Walking Dead on um two point seven five million dollars an episode. So they oh, wow. it it is like well it is more, uh, more poised. Effects, isn't it? That's why lots of special effects. Yeah. So but no, it should be decent. Looking forward to that one. Yeah, it's going to be decent that one. All right, which okay, leads so, which leads yeah, us on to this next one. Yeah. Video games. So I wanna I wanna ask you guys, yeah. So uh, give me one of your favorite uh vi- video games that turn into movie. Mario Brothers. Oh, That's the first one I remember. <laughs> That's your favorite? It, I think so, just because it yeah. is it was nostalgia. nostalgia. Yeah, yeah it's a nostalgia. How do we eject people? How do we how do we how do we eject people from the show? Is there a button? <laughs> <laughs> is there a button? <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna say Resident, Resident Evil. Resident Evil is another one. That's that's a good one still, though. Uh, you know what, man? This is I'm just because I've I've been going through these lists. I've been I'm in an iron man. Like you know what? I had a great time watching just like recently because maybe it was because of the kids. I was watching like you know Pikachu. That was just recently Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I had a great time watching that as well. Yeah. Like you know, I kind of. Uh, even Prince of Persia, I know, man, people like shat on this movie, Prince of Persia, believe it or not. I'd like, I thought it was all right. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. Eje- ejecting me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be all alone, so I'll allow you to for now. What's your favorite then? Resident Evil? Uh, no, Resident Evil, uh, no, even when Mortal Kombat first came out in 1995, I think it was, that was big. That mm. was like, that was, was big. I've never seen something so accurate and it just looked like it was going to, you know, be the dog's bollocks and all that. But uh, for me, you know, one that I really liked, and I actually, I never even played the game, but Silent Hill came out in 2006, yeah. the horror, horror film. Okay. And it yep. was like, it was, it was very, like, it was a, a good ad- uh, adaptation of the game, but there was also a really good uh, kill in that game, sorry, in the film, that for me to this day is still one of the most original ways to kill someone. This is big monster. <laughs> And he's got like a mad, the makeup on the monster was really good. It was, it was like a massive man with a triangular shaped helmet. Kind of looked like something that you might see in Cell. Remember the Cell? Uh, was one yeah. With Jennifer Lopez? yeah, Jennifer mm-hmm. Lopez, yeah. Yeah, very beautiful, but that nasty monster. And he killed someone by literally, he grabbed them and he sort of grabbed their skin 
and he just ripped it off with one point. Seriously. You know, when I first saw it, I was shocked. Just ripped all the skin off. And the other, oh other people that got away were running into a church. They closed the door and he threw the skin on the door. It was disgusting. <laughs> that film, it was mad. Mad. It was a decent film. Oh my <laughs> God. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Was like a tangerine. <laughs> what was that, Emmanuel? It sounds like he peeled them like a tangerine. Yeah, literally. <laughs> one time. Like, uh, uh, what his name was? Uh, Carl or Wycliffe. But yeah, next question one, I want to, uh, next thing I want to yeah, go through, I know uh, we're, we're going through quite a lot and times are ticking, but just wanted to talk about a few games, or sorry, a few movies, sort of video game to movie uh, depictions that are going to be coming out soon. So I'm just going to sort of breeze through quite a bit. And mm. I know you mentioned them all recently. We had Sonic the Hedgehog. We had Detective Pikachu recently. Obviously, The Witcher we've had recently as well. We'll talk about that a bit later in the news. But a few, just to, I'll just talk, talk, talk about a few that's coming out. Altered Beast. Remember Altered Beast? Oh, yes. yes. Back in the day? Oh, my yeah. gosh. That one's uh, in talks of coming out right now. Borderlands. That's a game that's recently on like Xbox and stuff like that. Yep, like yep. A, vast, a vast sort of wasteland and, you know, all kind of dystopian shit. That's coming out by Lionsgate. Uh, we've got uh, Call of Duty. This has been spoken about for quite a while, but it I is know. happening. Mm. Director of uh, Sicario, Soldado, you know, Soldado Part 2. Yes, that's going to uh, be great. Stefano Solima is going to be directing that. Uh, what else have we got coming out? We've got coming out soon, Centipede. Ooh, not human centipede. Sure. <laughs> Thank God. This was like a, I can't uh, do, deal with another one. <laughs> <laughs> I want another one. But this is an 80s arcade shooter, a bit like, you know, Space Invaders and stuff like that. That's coming out soon. Uh, we've got, oh my God. This one comes out. Do we have Golden Axe coming out? Oh, say it is so. I've not seen that yet, but you know what? I would love for that to come out. That would be love brilliant. <laughs> Dragons that, that shoot the fireballs. The little and all elves that. that come running oh, and then you've got to kick them. Oh my yeah. gosh, I used to love get, that. Get the chicken, get the chicken as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- if this one comes out, this game I'm going to mention, if this comes out, this is going to be heavy. Dante's Inferno. Oh, oh my gosh. You know what? That was, that was the first game I played and I was actually shit scared because I was just like, wait, the the um the dark arts in this I was just like nah someone's yeah, done yeah. some research and I'm like playing <laughs> something that's gonna it's like that, a Ouija board <laughs> oh man if they make that they also got to make uh, Devil May Cry just for the title oh my yeah. gosh like, yeah they can make the Devil Cry what is going on think about that yeah <laughs> think about that Devil Devil May Cry Devil May Cry <laughs> that was a good one and I'm Pete sure they Nico. were talking about God of War as well right isn't that supposed oh, to be coming out I've not, I've not heard anything yet, okay. but I wouldn't be surprised. You know what, uh, Amar, I'll just be like you. I, I th- God of War is that good. I'm thinking yeah. it, it needs to be a movie anyway. Exactly. Yeah, that, you've got to make a movie out of that one. They made Clash of the Titans. They made Wrath of the Titans with <laughs> Sam Worthington. I mean, God of War. You know, uh-huh. and the, the person that can play that, oh, well, maybe Vin, no, Vin Diesel. They've got to get someone else, actually. Oh, Aquaman. Uh, yeah, yeah, he can. Yeah, he can play that for. Oh, yeah, yes, oh, easy. Yeah, yeah he'd be able that's to a good casting suggestion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, Duke Nukem. I just mentioned a couple, couple more. Duke Nukem, the first, uh, first person shooters coming out. Yeah, oh, that was that. ages ago. It's John that Cena, was... wasn't it? Rumored was to play Duke Nukem. Uh, was it him? Yeah. Yeah, Duke Nukem. It was rumored like. Mm, okay. Yeah. Gears of War supposed to be coming out. So there's quite a few. There's quite a few games that are. 
supposed to be coming the last of us this one here is the game is almost like okay. a movie that is if a good that game comes out that is going to be wicked i've i've played yeah. that game i love that game i haven't yeah, played the second one game. but yeah it's a great game mega man by 20th, 20th century fox a capcom game we'll mention a capcom yeah. game a bit later on as well uh metal gear solid oh my gosh solid snake can you imagine that Solid Snake. You can play that. I reckon the guy that uh, Joe Mangelello, he'll be he'll be a he good. He would solid be snake. great as that. A really good Solid Snake. I think Monster last Hunt, the, the you previous know? podcast you you mentioned Uncharted, wasn't it? Or yeah, that was that's it. That's coming out soon as well. Yeah, finished filming, isn't it? Tom, Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. the last one I mentioned is Monster Hunter, which we already saw the trailer. Milo yeah. Jojovic and also I can't remember the other guy's name now. He's like a karate guy. Uh, on, Tony Jaa. Johnny Jar, yes. So that's that's coming out. That's that's coming out real soon. So there you go. There's a little list of uh, video games that are coming out. I did mention The Witcher, which is going mm-hmm. to the next news. But The Witcher season two filming has started. Can't wait. You also mentioned uh, you mentioned Jason Momoa, uh, Emmanuel. Mm. He's going to be starring in, in uh, The Witcher season two, but he's also going to be uh, having his own spin-off as well called Blood Origin, which. Is will, yeah, so it's, with The Witcher's, like, that was, that was a computer game from uh, an Eastern European book, yep. actually. Uh, I think Polish book. That's and right. And The Witcher's been quite popular over the years. Lots of books, lots of games. Season one that came out was mostly good, mo- most people said. So season two's coming out and also a spin-off as well. So looking all good there. There's going to be a season of a lot of spin-offs from, from shows now. Because mm. we Mandalorian, uh, already mentioned about spin-offs as well on that yeah, one yeah yeah exactly yeah and talking about disney plus emmanuel tell us about how well they're faring in the in the <laughs> streaming wars we've disney spoken about streaming plus. wars before right so disney yeah. plus they are i mean huge. the market is saturated the market is saturated <laughs> at the moment and yeah. um disney plus wow yep it's no secret but um disney plus they've basically doing well they're doing very, very yeah, well. Like, give us some numbers. So, what are we looking at? Okay, so so Disney Plus, their subscriptions is seventy three point seven million within its first year, and it's um, as a you know as a new streaming service. They they that since their launch was uh, the twelfth of November twenty nineteen, Disney Plus has already hit that that figure, which is close to Netflix's um, one million um, subscribers uh, success, and that and but. To be fair, it's, been, it's, it's a bit of an unfair advantage because Disney has been established for, what, 97 years? Yeah. And then you've got Netflix's 23 years, 23-year-old company and worldwide. They've, you know, to date, third quarter, they've grossed um, 195.15 million worldwide, wow. whereas uh, Disney is, um, is, what, on third quarter was um, 73.7 million. So, yeah. I mean, it's mad though. It Those is, figures, but it's, people love people lo- are loving obviously Disney Plus, and I think though, in my opinion though, this is where kind of Netflix wins out for me is basically the sheer number of the variety of programs that Netflix can pump out, like the documentaries, like you know the different other animations, and mm. you know they. they I think with Netflix, they're not afraid to go to dark places with dark themes and really kind of get behind like certain things. Uh, With Disney Plus at the moment, yeah, they've got a huge back catalogue. Like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, the MCU stuff is going to be all on on there. Obviously, the Fox stuff is going to be probably coming on there. And that's going to bring in loads of million subscribers. But for the moment, I still reckon Netflix is 
obviously got you know you know greater content well it's good we just got to, got to see because I mean a lot of Disney fans um, don't like you know Bob Chapek who's the one who's you know made it the success financially, mm. um, but he doesn't he, you know he doesn't really value the Disney magic um, you know that the founder Walt Disney built the company on. So right. he is a suits kind of guy. He's all about the numbers and the money, and so shareholders and investors love him. But, yeah, the fan, but the Disney fans, <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you were talking about spin-offs uh, just uh, kind of like a bit before. So um, I'll, is Disney Plus going to be working on any more spin-offs, like from maybe like, I don't know, like the Star Wars world? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Darth Maul, mate. Whoa, Darth tell us about this Maul. one. Yeah, Darth Maul has rumored to get his own spin-off as well, following the Mandalorian's massive, massive success. I told you last week, there was a, like a post that came out with, uh, with Pedro Pascal saying that he'd been rushed to hospital because he had back, yeah. back problems because <laughs> it was a joke but he, he's, he's carrying Disney Plus by himself I mean it's you know Mandalorian is heavy it is and uh, if anyone's seen I recommend if anyone has seen the uh, the uh, Clone Wars animation Rebels animation it is really really good it's just well it's, yeah, I'll say it's, I'm going to have to get on that. Kind of, I'm going to have to get on that it's because kind of, it's just as good as Mandalorian. You get all the same characters, you get all the same filling information. It is decent, and Darth Maul in that he comes out on, he comes out on top on that in that one a lot. He's wow. a big character in that. He doesn't die from you know from the Phantom Menace. He yeah. he gets revived. He gets put together again with his cybernetic legs, and you know he's uh, Tabaj oppress his brother. And then his his mum or his sister or someone's like a witch, and they they you know they put them together and all kinds of madness. And we'll, we'll maybe we'll get to see that in the series. Who knows? But mm. you know, Obi Wan's got his series coming out. We're gonna have uh, what's her name? Ashoka Ahsoka Tano's gonna have yep. a series. You know, this is looking decent. So yeah, let them spin that shit off, man. Know which way <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> man. Yeah, let's hope, let's hope that turns out. And, um, and turns Boba, and, is it Boba? Yeah, oh yes, and we spoke about this yeah. last week, so about Boba yeah, Fett getting... as well. The Fett is going to be getting his own TV show. And yeah. obviously we've already had kind of like his introduction, um, mm. you know, in The Mandalorian. So uh, yeah, man, this is looking great. You know, that, that universe is expanding even more. Now... Let's move this kind of back to obviously keeping it in with Disney Plus and uh, but moving it to kind of MCU a little bit. Now, I sent, um, well, I mean, you you probably already know this. A lot of people probably already know this, but we've been speaking about WandaVision on the Flixters podcast and we've been really excited about it. We've been like, yeah, can't wait. This is going to be coming out in 2020. And then a couple of days ago, the news hit the interwebs and there's been a delay. So WandaVision is now going to be releasing, I can't believe this, it's going to be releasing 15th of January, 2021. And I sent, I sent oh. the link to this news, oh. right? And he, he replied back, like, there's a, there's a Michael Jackson, you know, the, what was it, Deval, what is that song? Uh, <laughs> it's that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that one that one and he's getting Michael Jackson's arms are kind of like you know they're stretched behind he's been chained behind that's how it, that's what it feels like so WandaVision isn't going to be coming out this year so there's going to be no kind of you know end of year kind of uh, happy happy ending for us it's going to be next year so 15th of January so yeah folks WandaVision um, is going to be coming out next year I mean Emmanuel what do you make of that? 
What, 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 what is it? Apart from the delay, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm, yeah. to, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off with this whole corona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we want it we want it now come on yeah do it man come on do it yeah so they kind of like put something out and they just kind of said look hey streaming january the 15th and um you know there's a new trailer out there as well so if you want to check that out go check it out and finally on film news the Snyder cut of Justice League, this kind of like, you know, the news gets building up, building up, building up. And apparently mm. there's going to be like a trailer that's going to be coming out really, really soon. But um, yeah, so tell us about this, this kind of, is this going to be like another little spin-off or is it going to be an inclusion of another character in this Snyder cut? This is a, oh yeah, the Snyder cut. This is a, well, no, Sean Jean is a, is Martian Manhunter. He's the person from Mars. He's green. He can read minds. He's got like Superman kind of powers. But yeah. afraid of flame. Of, yeah, exactly. We've seen him a lot in the Supergirl series played by David Hereward. I think his yeah, name is. British uh, actor. British actor, yeah. But yeah, Snyder basically teased on Twitter uh, that he's like, he teased the, the, the Martian Manhunter character by showing us a little sketch and said, oh, just wait and see, guys. Just wait and see. So, I mean, from what we've heard, there's been a lot more, a uh, lot more, lot more um, like sh- uh, shooting, a lot more scenes that have been added. The budget's slightly got increased as well. It's going to be four episodes, I believe it is. You know what? Who knows how much we're going to see of the Martian Manhunter? Yeah. But it sounds like we're going to see something which may lead to more, you know, down further down the line. But it looks like Schneider's finally been given free reign to do what he wants. Uh, but you know what? I don't know about. I don't know whether it's just me. Well, let me know what you what you guys think about this. But with all of these little drop in and teases here and there, I don't like it because it's no. just. It, it, I don't know because I'm ex, I'm I'm expecting big things now. Yeah, because you want to see the big. You want to see the whole thing, right? I know what you yeah. mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know, yeah. they started teasing about this, like teasing about uh, Green Lantern. And what annoyed me was at the end when Arrow, right? So just going back a little bit, when Arrow finished on on uh, on CW, they mm. put this little teaser in there, you know, with the Green Arrow, uh, with the Green Lantern. And I was just mm. like, okay, come on. Like, all right, now I want to see this. Make Bring this out, bring this up, bring Green Lantern, <laughs> man. There's talk about it coming to HBO and like, you know, gosh, man. I, so yeah, I know what you mean. I just want to see this shit. Yeah. Mm, heard that. It's like someone just saying to you, "Oh, I was just gonna." No, actually, don't worry about it. You don't want to know. <laughs> what <do> you? <laughs> you know what? Trust me, Schneider. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. So there's your movie news, folks. Remember to keep it locked in with the Flicksters, and we're going to be bringing you more new, more movie news every single week. All right. So now let's check out Box It Watcher. So Devaldo, what can yeah. people check out online? I'm going to fly through some of these because I know uh, we've got, we're going for a lot today. Actually, I hope you guys are satisfied. I'm giving you a lot. Uh, but yeah, the first thing I'll give you is Mortal Kombat Legacy Season 1 and 2. You can find it on YouTube, actually, so there's no excuses. It's, it's uh, only 10, ep- 10 uh, uh, minutes each episode. Each season is like, I think, about I think about eight or nine episodes. So it's really quick. Mm. I've done it in a day, literally, so quickly. But this is actually quite decent. This was made in 2011 and, 20, and, 20, and 2013 as well. Uh, and yeah. It was something that was devised by a uh, director, writer called Kevin Tankarin. 
And you might recognise his name from all the work that he's done on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's worked on oh, okay. some of the Netflix, Marvel stuff. He's, he's done a lot of TV, but in his TV work, there's always a little bit, a bit of fighting. He's an, he's an action guy. So in this one, in this series, series it, looks, it looks like the Mortal Kombat characters. You've got Johnny Cage, you've got Liu Kang, you've got, you know, Jack. Uh, you got everyone. You got every, Liu Kang. Do you know who returns in this one? The original Shang Tsung. Is the it? original actor from the movie comes back in this one. Uh, so you got Casper Van Diem. He's in this thing. He's the one from Starship uh, Troopers. Starship Troopers. Yes, you got Shit. Michael J. White, the badass Michael J. White. He's, <laughs> He's Jackson Briggs. The clown. Uh, you got what? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make this all disappear. <laughs> But yeah, so you've got a lot of good actors in this, actually. And it's, 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 almost, it's almost like a web, web series. At the time, it was the highest grossing or highest watched web series at the time when it first came out. So, you know, just from that alone, the director-writer got a lot of work in other shows. So yeah. now it's going to be hard to pin him down. But yeah, get that, get that on YouTube. You can watch it in an afternoon, like in two hours. It's so decent. Good value. Sounds great. And it's got, Ooh. I just had a look at the cast list. It's got Mark Dacascos who turned up in, um, in John, John Wick. John Wick Part 3. Yes, yeah, exactly man. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's Decent. great. All it's right. Like Decent. So yeah, guys, watch that, yeah? Uh, next one, we've got Dragon's Dogma, which, uh, again, these are all video games that are going to come out. Sorry, video games to movies. Dragon's Dogma is a video game from Capcom, actually. Uh, and that, this was on Netflix. Uh, this is an animation, a bit like, a, I guess you call it an anime. And uh, this one is about a dragon that, uh, yeah, it's a big dragon that sort of terrorizes uh, the villages and stuff like that. Dragon talks as well. But uh, it's about a a hero who, the dragon comes to the village, kills his family and stuff like that. He wants revenge. He, I don't want to spoil it too much, but yeah, something happens to this hero uh, to make him different to other people. He's got to stand out, isn't he? Uh, obviously not just the fact that he's a hunk compared to everyone else, so he stands out. You know how an anime is, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's decent. It's eight episodes long. It's like half an hour each, a bit similar to uh, The Blood of Zeus, that kind of decent kind of quality right. as well. This one's is it a bit more. It's violent and it's sexy, actually. There's a few sex scenes where I thought, oh, hello. You know how anime, anime, these anime artists. Man, they, they, they push the buttons, don't they? Hey, Randy, oi, did you see the, 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 the lady? There's a lady in this year. <laughs> out of nowhere, she's like getting all kinky with the hero, ripping her tits out. And like, and no one, like, the animators don't waste any, like, any ink. It's all, the fu- it's all the pent up frustration. <laughs> they put pen to paper and then. I know, like, they all draw the most perfect tits on this I know, man. Out. Like for no reason, just because they can, <laughs> come out. You know, I saw the trailer for this, and it, it gave me a um, it gave me Lord of the Rings vibe. You know, not Lord of the Rings, the the Hobbit vibe. You know, there's the, in in one of the uh, Hobbit yeah. movies where the yeah, dragon yeah. comes in, the desolation yes. of Smaug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Hundred percent, it's like that. Yeah, Literally. yeah. And it was a scene where there's all this money as well. But you know what? Watch this on Netflix. It's on there now. No excuse. Twenty twenty. Uh, it won't take you long. You can do it in a day. So, so most of us are on lockdown now, so get it done. Dragon's Dogma, decent stuff. All right, whip on to the next one. Next one's High Score. This one I, I started watching months ago, stopped, and I, I sort of finished it because we're doing this show. High Score is about six episodes long on Netflix, and it's about, it's about the video game industry. And little mini documentaries, about 45 minutes long, they talk about the history of, of different gaming companies, different games. Mm. Like all kinds of stuff, and it's really interesting. Actually, they were talking about the war between 
uh, Sega and Nintendo, which I'll talk about more in one of our reviews later. And uh, they talk about the, you know, the, 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 the birth of fighting games. They, they looked at the person that, that invented or created Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. It came out in, I think, 1989 or something like that. And, you know... I think it's the one they touch on Mortal Kombat as well, isn't it? They, they, they touch on everything in this one, like Space Invaders, even like going back to Space Invaders, Super Mario, all those ones. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yes. Really, really good. And you're right, uh, Emmanuel. When he talks about uh, Mortal Kombat, he's talking about you know, where the idea came from, how they got the actors, because Mortal Kombat, they, they made it different because they got real people to, to be in the game. Yeah. Give it different graphics. And so he's all like, uh, I don't know what to call it, I don't know what to call it now, but when you get, you know, live action people in games, they call it a certain thing, but yeah. the, back then it was revolutionary. So it made the Motion capture? Out. Motion capture. That's yeah, mo-cap, that's yeah, it, Motion yeah. capture. And then obviously the, the gaming, the, sorry, the, 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 in America, the, 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 the law people said, no, this game's too violent. They wanted to like, you know, ban it and stuff like that. So, all kind of look. It's a decent, decent documentary. Again, yeah. you can watch this one in an afternoon, and it's decent. Yeah, give it a watch, guys. You'll love it. Especially if you're old school, you will love it even. Yeah, that's my box set. So, and what's this one? I didn't get a chance to see this one. What's this one? No game, no life. Is that Emmanuel's one? Is that oh, one? no game, no life. That one is uh, similar to like Sword Art Online, which is on Netflix. Um, well, how do I describe it? It. <sighs> It was, it is, anyone who's watched Sword Art Online is basically, um, it's uh, a computer game similar to um, Ready Player One, where everyone basically gets onto um, a network and they basically play the, they live like role play within the game. Okay. And um, yeah, and it's, and you basically play your avatar and it's one that's just, um, it's all right. It's not too bad, actually. Um, but out of the, you know, between that and yeah, what I've seen of Sword Art Online, I think Sword Art Online is 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 the more popular one. I mean, I think that's where, to me personally, when I watched um, Ready Player One, it was it was just a co- it was basically a, a copy of um, Sword Art Online. Is it? But okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely, anyone start off with Sword Art Online first, and then work your way to you know, no game, no life. All right, but there you have it, folks. Go check those out all on Netflix and YouTube. Now, let's check out what's new on streaming and some trailers that you can find. This one, the name of this, right? I just kind of, when I saw the name of this, I was like, oh, let me check this out. This is called The Intergalactic Adventures of Max Cloud. I saw this trailer and I was like, you know what? I can't wait to watch this movie. This is, this, it was brilliant it was funny loads of kind of like it remind it did remind me of kind of like ready player one you know when they kind of go into the game it reminded me of um there's a um uh, adam sandler movie called pixels as well like you know kind of get you know a person Mm. in the real world getting into the game world jumanji it kind of like you know had that kind of vibe to it as well who were some of the actors in this one they had uh lashana you know i've forgotten her name she's gonna be in bond the one that we talked about last week we had backlash she's gonna be in this one she's She's gonna gonna be in it Really good, up and coming. Yeah, well, not up and coming. She's established. Sorry, she's established, but she's going to be rising more. Yeah, uh, John Hannah, who was in Spartacus, he was Batiatis. He was in, yeah, <laughs> and in the Mummy. He was in the Mummy, in the mummy as well. Uh, we got uh, Franz Dremay, who was in like a TV shows. He was in Legends of Tomorrow and all that kind of you know uh, TV stuff with the superheroes. But yeah, this one, this one is, is it stars Scott Atkins, who's a he's a he's a he's a fighter. This guy is like 
one of the top sort of TV fighter movie kind of guys out there. Decent, decent, decent. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, this one is a movie that is kind of uh, paying homage to computer games. So in this one, there's uh, I think a young girl who plays a little computer game. Somehow she gets put into the game. The game is called Max Cloud. And she somehow goes into the game, like you said, with Jumanji. And now she has to fight with Max Cloud to save the universe. Mm. So it's just, it looks decent. It's, it's old school. And it's just, it's just funny. It just looks like a mad, fun yeah. film. Pretty sure it's not going to come out in cinema, but it's saying the uh, release date is December the 18th. So I'm sure we can find that. I don't know who's going to buy it. Netflix, uh, uh, Amazon. Yeah. Or maybe it might come out just on, you know, Google Play or maybe Rakuten. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and to win your Rakuten movie, <laughs> to win your Rakuten movie voucher this week, all you got to do is tell us your favourite video game to movie film. Let us know via Instagram or Twitter or wherever, and we'll send you that code. Bob's your uncle. Go. There you go. All right, next one is from Disney+. Plus. And this is called yep. Soul. And you know what? I didn't get a chance to actually see the trailer for this, so uh, someone's going to have to fill in the blanks for me on this one. Yeah, Soul is coming out on Christmas Day, man. Soul is coming out, and it's got soul. It's got lots of soul. Who's, who's it got? Jamie Foxx, the man that played Ray. Mm. He's got plenty of soul. Uh, so this one, yeah, this is a one about a musician who's lost a passion for music. How are you going to lose a passion for music on Christmas Day? <laughs> but he's transported out of his body, and he must find his way back with the help of a little child Ooh. who's learning about music herself. So about a journey of finding yourself not losing your passion keeping on to your dreams all that kind of stuff all that kind of hopeful stuff you know so yeah jamie fox tina Fey's in this one graham norton gordon bennett what is graham norton, <laughs> bloody <laughs> hell yeah and check this out it's um it's already got a hundred percent of rotten tomatoes 8.3 on imdb and 94 percent on metacritic and the 100. budget was a hundred percent and it had a budget of 150 million what with Angela Bassett on, on, on the payroll, you've got, you got to pay up. <laughs> it's got Richard Ayuadi in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so, man. Mm, interesting. But yeah, this Great. is coming out Christmas Day. So let's see. Everyone's going to be home, isn't it? So it's going to be yeah. a Christmas sort of movie to watch. I wonder exactly. whether there's going to be a soundtrack to it. Probably. There, there probably will be. Involved, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, Jamie Foxx will probably sing a couple of songs in there as well. Oh, yeah, um, true, yeah. yeah, all right. And this next one, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion, oh, the trailer, man. This looked, this man, this had the, got me in the feels. This one, this was okay, brilliant. I didn't even it? know about this. So have I mean, you seen I, the yeah, I saw the trailer. This is looks like such great fun. So Will Smith, he's yeah. like, hey, we're dropping the trailer, you know, and um, it's got he brings back all the cast members from yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air thirty. Mm. 30 years it's been and they sit down they, they I think they're in the studio of where they filmed like you know Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and yeah. they're all there and um, yeah man it was just kind of like you know seeing those different characters again and seeing Will kind of like speak to them and there's kind of like one-to-one interviews with the actual actors and everything and they kind of speak obviously about their first time you know reading the script and you know acting alongside all these other people. It looks great. It looks brilliant. Decent. Do you know what? If you watch it to the end, there's a nice little surprise that many people didn't think was going to happen. Yeah. You have to watch it to the end. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it, but yeah, do watch it. It's going to be interesting. It's coming out on HBO Max on the 19th of December. Yeah. So, uh, 
very, yeah. very soon. All right, okay, folks, go check those out and let us know what you think. Now let's move on to Anniversary Corner. So we did say at the beginning of the episode that we're going to bring you, obviously, movies which are tied in with the games. So the first movie that we're going to speak about is from 10 years ago. I've already kind of mentioned this movie. And it did... It didn't do too great at the box office. Uh, it didn't do... Actually, no, actually it, did, it didn't do too well with the critics, but it did okay at the box office. And I think the reason why a lot of people got pissed off was... Uh, we've spoken about this on the show. There was a lot of whitewashing in this, in this movie. It's Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, and that is, uh, you know, a traditionally a, a story with characters, you know, from, from the Middle East. But yeah, who, do they, who yeah. do they cast? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, like Mr. Hollywood. You can't get more kind of like Mr. Hollywood than that. And um, I can't remember, there's a British actress in this as well. I, can't remember. I think they, they kind of made her a bit darker as well. You know, yeah. color her up a bit, you know, just to kind of like, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, placate a few people. But yeah, so this came out in 2010. I remember watching a interview with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal after this and like years after this. And he said, you know what? He goes, at the time, it was a great, great idea for him to do the movie because mm. he was given shit loads of money. He was going to be off on location. And then he said afterwards that the experience wasn't what he expected because it was just basically not for him anyway it wasn't the kind of movies that he liked making but you know you're not going to say that after he got heckled about (laughs) yeah basically and he said it afterwards getting probably paid about five or ten million like who knows like you know Mm. but um you know it still did all right. Decent, pretty decent, like, you know, at the box office, Prince of Persia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. And it, it, Gemma Atherton in the same year did Clash of the Titans. So she did two movies but in there that There you year. go. Sort of sand and lots of, you know, old school. But uh, Prince of Persia was a, actually a quite popular game. It was like, you know, like, not like, well, I liked Ray it. Edition. Yeah. I liked the game. Yeah, it was quite popular at the time. Especially when you could uh, turn back the Sands of Times and then... <laughs> that, <laughs> that would that be was, good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ben Kingsley's in this as well. Yeah, yeah. Before they got uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, they tried to get Orlando Bloom, and even Zac oh. uh, ah. Efron would be uh, interested as well. But I think Orlando Bloom, he might have done all right. But you're right; they should have, they should have, they should have got someone a bit more Middle Eastern, I reckon. Mm. Uh, yeah. But you know, Hollywood, isn't it? Hollywood. But they always do it, though. They always, I don't know. They just they don't don't learn from the mistakes, man. Yeah. And I guess, listen, 10 years ago, like back then it was kind of like the thing that that Hollywood did, but now there would be kind of like a bigger backlash. And, Mm. you know, Deval, remember we spoke about this on the show a couple of episodes ago about Cleopatra. You know, there was talk of um, uh, Gal Gadot playing Cleopatra and, um, you know, that there's a whole kind of backlash about, oh, should they get kind of like, you know, you know, a a white person, should they get a person of color to play that role? So this stuff has been going on for shit, man, donkey's years, man. And I'm pretty sure the, the debate's not going to end. So um, if you haven't seen Prince of Persia, go check it out. It's based on a game. And uh, let us know what you think. The next movie is from 15 years ago. Again, based on a game. This is called Alone in the Dark. And Devout, remember at the beginning of the show when I said to you, there's a lot of these game movies. They're directed by this one guy called Yu Bol. This movie was directed by this guy. What a name, you bowl. Uh, Alone in the Dark. Now, I haven't actually seen this. Uh, have any of you have any of you two seen this? I've not seen this one. 
I've seen bits of it, and do you know what's got a mad, mad low score, like low, low score. <laughs> really? The funny thing is, the game was actually quite decent. It was quite blocky. Came out years ago, but uh, the game was a bit like you know, kind of like Resident Evilish, but not so scary. But like a lot of uh, mystery and suspense and stuff like that. But the, well, I think uh, it, yeah. I think I think that's one of the the problems with the conversion from game to movie is yeah. if the if they try to be true to the actual game it doesn't end up being so good as a movie so they have to be a i think as a as a conversion from game to movie that it, the story has to be more imaginative and maybe steer away from the game slightly yeah i disagree with that you know i think that they should go all out and make it what it is like give you what you give you what you came for mm. but still make it you know imaginative and Maybe you can change something, but when they change a lot, I think people are people feel cheated. They feel cheated. They feel cheated. I mean, look at some of the successes. Look at look at Mario. Like you mentioned Mario before. Mm. Mario was just wasn't Super Mario. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you know, even Street Fighter. Street Fighter. They had all the characters, but it wasn't. Have, yeah, yeah. Like Guile. How can Guile be Jean Claude Van Damme? I know. I know. You know, it's like certain <laughs> things are just not right. But they were all, all wearing a costume and this wasn't right. But then, I don't know, it was like certain, like Resident Evil was Resident Evil. We got like six movies because they gave us what the movie was. Yeah. That's why I hope like Halo, I hope they give us exactly, because you know, when you play the actual Halo game, you go in guns blazing and you're like, oh yeah, like, you know, yeah, you're yeah, actually yeah, going. That's, because, like, that's because Halo is Halo, as in like, it's not... It's the the characters aren't like you know imaginate um, what is it uh, drawn from like cartoonish or whatever. Yeah. And so you can I, I think mm. you can get mm. those better mm. better movies from that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But if you got something like Minecraft, <laughs> turning that into a movie, you're gonna yeah, have to. I don't I don't know how that's gonna work. But check this mm. out. This movie. This is the, probably the first time I've seen this. Uh, this has got one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's really, really shit. Mark. Was that alone in, the, alone in the dark? Alone in the dark has got one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This is unbelievable. And I'm reading this off Wiki. It says paranormal detective Edward Carnaby, along with his few other specialist friends, are the only people standing in the way of ancient evil demons that threaten the world by coming back to life. So yeah, Stephen Dorff, Christian Slater, Tara Reid. Oh my gosh, that's about it really. Those are the kind of the main guys. Stephen Dorff obviously turned up in Blade. Uh, Christian oh, Slater, yeah. and obviously a big actor as well. And Tara Reid from uh, um, uh, the American Pie movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. So um, if that tickles your fancy, go check that one out, folks. Next one... Ugh. We've already spoken about this. Uh, the guys have alluded to this before, but 25 years ago, Mortal Kombat. And when this movie came, I remember the posters. This is the one with Scorpion, wasn't it? And the, and the, is yeah. it Scorpion? Yeah. What's this move? Um, what's the move that he, he does? Um, come here. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. over here, get over here, and like finish it. <laughs> it was just yeah. the animation. How they the, animated. The only thing that I didn't like was they, they, they. What they, what did they put? They, what's the actor's name? He was in Highlander. Christopher Lambert, I think it was. Oh, yes. was oh my gosh, man! It's just like that's it, Raiden. They got him as Raiden, and I was just like, come on, why didn't they go for a young? Like I can't. Was Raiden old in the games? I can't remember if he was old. <sighs> no, no, because he, he looks old. old in the film. Wasn't he white. He wasn't white, was he? Yeah, Raiden was white. 
Was he white? Yeah. Kind of bloody. I no, don't I thought, remember. I thought he was like. Uh, Asian. I thought he had a mask or something. No, no. He he looked white to me in the game. Shit, man. Look at these guys. Yeah, Robin Shu, Liu Kang. Yeah, I remember all those, man. But yeah, um, how old? I don't, I'm not sure if this did really well at the box office, but uh, directed by a guy called Paul W.S. Anderson. And. More combat. That one did, uh, what is it, 120, 122 million in the box office. Okay. Worldwide. That's a lot of Do Re Mi, you know. But I think uh, that spawned a lot of other video game to movie. Uh, sort of iterations mm. and I yeah. think with that one like, like we said that one was actually very uh, was quite accurate to what the game you know I don't know if they were but the fatalities in that one I don't know but I know the new one is coming out soon that's going to have fatalities that's going to be like you know rated R or 18 yeah, that's so. going to be a decent that's you know I'm looking forward to that a lot a lot so yeah man Let's has anyone it. seen the the iteration of the Mortal Kombat game though the the latest one no it's uh, featuring Rambo. Rambo and um, Terminator. Guess, yes, Terminator's in it. Rambo's in it. Yeah. And yes, the Alien's wow. been in it before. They bring in these special characters. You know, it's decent, you know. Really decent. Mm. Just the other day, actually, I was watching on YouTube again. You can watch the cutscenes from the game and it plays out like a movie. Yeah. It lasted about three hours. I watched it over a few days. Do you know what? I was sitting there watching this like computer game, like a movie. It was decent. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's on YouTube. It's actually quite, kind of decent. <laughs> they, um, I totally forgot about this year, but they did a sequel in 97, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. And this movie got 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> hey, at least they're scoring. Uh, if that's the positive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. So if you haven't seen that one, and I'm pretty sure fans of, you know, video games, they've probably seen that one that go check that one out 25 years ago. Now the next one, last one on our list of anniversary corner movies, 30 years ago, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or in the UK, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, wasn't mm. it? Or something. They watered down, didn't it? Wasn't mm. They watered it down. And I remember there was this whole big, um, they got funny over the flipping nunchucks because one of them had nunchucks. Yeah, Mike and Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> Mike oh, yeah, and Angelo yeah. had the nunchucks. Nunch. Okay, isn't it, I think? Yeah. No, that that I, was the reason why they changed the title as well because it sounded too violent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and it was the kind of like, uh, I can't remember, it was one of the games, I think it was like Corey Feldman or something, one of those kids, they uh, did the voices for one of them. Do you remember oh, yeah. him? <laughs> yeah, he was in, was it, was it uh, what was he in, the Goonies or something? Or? That's it, Goonies, yeah, yeah. All those kinds of films. Yeah. yeah this, this one actually wasn't a, a video game to movie, but the reason it was on there is because in that year, it's the closest thing, but also a lot of uh, uh, youngsters that maybe aren't as old as us, they will remember seeing Turtles as a game because some, some of these youngsters they, they grew up in different times so they might not yeah. have watched the cartoon or whatever they might have grown up and played it as a game and then seen it on a movie and thought oh mummy that's the that's the one from the game can I can I have that do you know what I mean so like yeah. some of these perspectives you know but yeah I mean I remember a game came out in the arcade for Turtles it was wicked I used to stand yeah. here put my 20p in <laughs> imagine that for a game no man 
I know. Listen, I had to buy, I had to just for a bit of nostalgia, I had to go, I went out and bought a Sega Mega Drive, right? And I, one of the things that you can do straight away, and I'm not kind of advising this for for kids to do at home, but yeah, obviously do it. But you can hack them and you can, if you can put like hundreds, put hundreds of games on, and I put on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like one one of them. It's brilliant. I played it for, for like about 20 minutes and I was like, this is brilliant, man. So much fun playing that game and bringing back all those memories man so uh, yeah if you haven't seen the movie definitely definitely try and track down a game and like watch it but um yeah you'll have a lot of fun all right okay so folks those were your anniversary corner movies we've now got time for a film review and this sounds brilliant this is kind of speaking about you know the two major big players in in the console wars and obviously you've got um now you've got like Microsoft and you've got PlayStation, but back in the day, boy, you had two camps. <laughs> Devaldo, you had Sega. Uh, Emmanuel, Sega, <laughs> and you had Nintendo. So this exactly. is a documentary exactly. called Console Wars, and um, I didn't get a chance. I managed to watch the the other mo- the other one that we spoke about earlier on, which was High Score. But I know okay. uh, I know you guys have kind of like seen this. So yeah, so um, to let us know what this is about and uh, take it away. Yeah, so this one uh, again, like you said, Console Wars. 2020, I caught this on Sky here in the UK, but I'm, I'm sure you can also catch it on, I think, Showtime or HBO internationally. So we were actually going to we were gonna do uh, a couple of other movies. We was going to do either uh, Ready Player One, which is a not from a computer game, but it does pay homage to a lot of computer games. Steven Spielberg, great movie. Or Rampage, which actually was from a computer game starring The Rock. Mm. We've done that and we've done that previously. So we thought we'd do something fresh today. Console Wars, a documentary. About an hour and and a half, so not too, too long. And this one, do you know what? This one sets it up really well in, just like what you said, Amar, the battle of the top boys at that time, which the late 80s to sort of early, yeah, I want to say late 80s or mid 80s, I should say, actually, to sort of early 90s, Sega and Nintendo. Nintendo was the big player back Mm. in the day. Nintendo... uh, in America, they own they owned America. Everyone played Nintendo, and they were wholesome, they were, weren't they? They were they, oh, family, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone in the family wanted the kids, parents. That's, that's what parents knew. They bought it for them. Super Mario, a great character, like you say, a wholesome character. Nothing, you know, no blood, no nothing, nothing to do with that. They sold like they sold crazy, crazy amount, and then uh, Sega. Uh, Sega came about and thought, okay, how are we going to... Back in the days, there was also Atari that was also out as well, but it wasn't as popular as Nintendo. There were, there were other sort of computer consoles or computer, you know, stations mm. around, but nothing really practical. And then, and then Sega, they really sat there and thought, okay, because obviously they're from Japan. Both are from Japan, actually. But they thought, how are we going to, you know, how are we going to come against uh, Nintendo and really, really, you know, fight against them and seed so they had to use all these backhand tactics and go to different uh, they went to walmart and they actually opened a sega store right outside of walmart and had lots of people go in there and play sega for free they were trying to convince walmart to to have uh sell their station their, their computer games and computer consoles in their stores mm. when everyone in all, diff- all the different stores around america were scared try to- before you buy <laughs> exactly, but they're also scared to give too much space, like store space, to Sega because they felt that 
would go against them with Nintendo. There's it? all this politics involved around, you know, who was to sell, how much space you'll have in their store, all that kind of stuff. But they go into the drawing board and they hired someone to figure out a character who they could go against. And that's when Sonic the Hedgehog came up. Sonic the Hedgehog was devised uh, originally in a band. He was meant to be in a band of other, <laughs> other animals. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, Madonna was going. Someone called Madonna was going to be the lead singer. She was a blonde, a blonde lady. There was a blonde lady with animals, and that was going to be the band. And then someone came along. No, we got to scrap Madonna. Madonna's a real person. Oh we got to scrap the band. Let's just keep Sonic. They kept Sonic, and then they were looking at the, the sort of environment and stuff like that. And obviously, the Sonic game that was uh, created. But the I don't know if you guys remember back in the day difference between Nintendo and, uh, or Super Nintendo, I should say, and, and Mega Drive, or then in America, Sega Genesis. Is yeah. As big SNES. <laughs> SNES. But, and... uh, they had like, they're both 16-bit. Or, yep. or I should say Super, uh, Mega Drive was 16-bit. And uh, they would talk about the, the way the graphics, one was faster, one had better graphics. There were all these little messaging things that they said in the adverts that made people go to one or the other, and on the uh, on the Mega Drive, the uh, actually said sixteen bit on it, so people knew this this was more powerful. Mm. Sega focused on that power of speed, and when when Sonic came out, people were blown away by the speed at which Sonic the Hedgehog could move because they'd never seen such speed on a console. Mm. And that's when Super Nintendo had to ramp up as well. Who who remembers the Super FX chip? Super FX? What is that? No, FX I can't chip. remember that one. That's in Nintendo, yeah. So they went to, there was a, a game developer in the UK who created the Super FX chip that went into Star Fox. Remember Star Fox? And yes, Star yeah, I remember Star Fox. Star Fox I remember yeah. that, yeah. So that went into that. And then that, that was able to boost up the, the graphics and make it 3D. So they had all these little inventors and gaming programmers that were doing things to add onto their console to fight the war. It was almost like the Cold War between America and the USSR. Mm. Like all these little things that they were trying to do to, to gain yardage to try and win the war. That's why they call it console wars. It was so crazy. Somebody from Sega left to go work for Nintendo. Or was it vice versa? I can't remember. That caused beef. Mortal <laughs> <laughs> like Kombat. Nintendo, they dumb, they uh, changed the blood to green because they said, oh yeah, this, is a, this, is, this game is a, you know, bad for the family so they even said themselves we're not going to have it the blood red Sega uh, had it red so if you remember that guys back in the day so when it got when it went to congress and they were saying to ban it nintendo were like oh well look at us we yeah because it. sega was we also the ones that came up with the mortal kombat weren't they yeah sega was yeah i played mortal kombat on sega yeah 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 it was on, it was, it was on both consoles though was oh, it was it okay because okay. yeah, nintendo made the blood green on, on theirs and sega kept it red so then it, when it came up in Congress to ban it, Nintendo were like, oh, well, look, we're a wholesome computer game company. We understand it should be green. So then they used that to their advantage. But mm. you know what? There were so many things that were going on then. It's even hard to cover in this review, but it's a decent. It yeah. goes back behind the scenes. It go, they talk to all the senior vice presidents, the senior this, senior that of both companies. So you're hearing it from the horse's mouth. Does anyone remember remember a game where it was um it was like a video it was like a movie and um you basically choose your it's kind of like a choose your own adventure but yeah. it was it was with real real actors is yeah. it yeah yeah it's called Night Trap yeah that that's it 
I think that came out and that came out on Sega, I think. Yeah. And that one it bombed, but yeah, they tried to do something really different there. And they were even saying then it was like it failed. It starred one of the girls that was in Different Strokes, who sadly died at the age of thirty three. Oh my gosh, uh, Different Strokes. Yeah. But yeah, Night Trap was something that they tried and didn't really work. And that failed one, miserably. That, they tried to ban that in Congress as well in America. But yeah, I, I'm gonna stop on this one, guys. This one's a good documentary. We're here talking about computer games and the history about it. PlayStation 5 is, is either out or coming out, depending on where you are. You need to find out where, you know, where the, the, the history of the what happened back in the day. I just remember, I do remember that Sega for me was, if you was a rebel or cool in school, then you was on a Sega. You were on a Sega, yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember so when I bought um, Michael Jackson's Moon... Um, Oh my uh, gosh. Moonwalker. What was it, it Moonwalker? Moon no. Moonwalker. Was it, yeah, Moonwalker or something like that. Oh my gosh, man. I used to play that all the time. And you know, you just press that C button. He does his little thing. Wow. He spins around. He knocks everyone <laughs> out and you throw his hat. That was wicked, man. Oh, well, what shit, about man. Killer Instinct? Oh, oh. man. Yeah. Road Rash, yeah. all those games, man. NHL, hockey, Ooh. you know, play, mm. you know, bought them all, man. Um, so in the console ward, uh, Devaldo, in this yeah. documentary, do they then show, like, what happened to flipping Sega at the end? Well, they go from the 80s and they, they actually stop once it reaches PlayStation because PlayStation just takes <laughs> just over. <killed> <laughs> when PlayStation comes out, it's a wrap. End of the war. Yeah, exactly. But, but Nintendo's Dream still car. around. Nintendo's still making Nintendo's like around, uh, machines. Yeah, but then they've also changed their market as in they do a lot of Wii and Wii and what's that phone called again? Switch. Switch. They're not like, they're not on the sort of adult, well, adults do play it, but they, the market's changed, which is clever. Nintendo know how to keep staying in the market. Sega yeah. don't make machines anymore. No. They went out after Dreamcast, isn't it? Mm. Sega, that was that, it. Sega came first, then Dreamcast. Yeah. Sega, they made bad investments. You know, Sega were supposed to work with, with Sony on creating a console that, uh, was it Sega or Nintendo? I'm getting mixed up now. But one of them was supposed to work with Sony to make a console that had both of their, you know, both of their tech involved. The Sony was supposed to make the drive. And then other company was supposed to make the games. And then one of them, uh, I think it might be Nintendo, actually. They actually uh, went behind and sort of cancelled that. Dirty on them. Yeah, and then I think they went to work with Philips or some, someone like that. Philips, That's when I think Sega CD came out or something like that. And then Sony thought, okay, do you know what? F you guys, we're going to make our own thing. And then that's when PlayStation came out. So they inadvertently were the, were the own demise, yeah. So... But basically, console wars it kind of ends when PlayStation comes out because that just that just outsells everything. Yeah, and then that's when <laughs> sort of, you know sort of comes to an end. Yeah, uh, and that that nicely because that's the end of that review. Console wars I give that one a good uh, seven and a half, eight out of ten. That comes nicely to uh, the next one, which is a hidden gem, which I'll quickly talk about because I know time's running out. But this one's called From Bedrooms to Billions: uh, Colon or Semicolon, and then the PlayStation Revolution. Again, this one was released in 2020. I watched this on Rakuten. So if you if you can let us know your favorite video game to movie uh, film, you can win a code to your own home. But this one's a documentary. This one's about an hour and no, no, this one was two and a half hours. Yeah, this one. Is it? Okay. Long. Yeah, this one. In was depth, long. this one. Very in depth. This one again. This one focuses on PlayStation. That focuses on all the game developers. Oh man, this one I learned a lot. You know. It's, <laughs> 
when they what did all the game developers like you know the Gran Turismo's and Ratchet and Clank's, uh, the Call of Duties and all those developers and sort of told, tells their story of when they started developing games for PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, when the consoles came out, the problems that they had, the amounts that they sold. They were talking about how PlayStation Three was a dud. Like, yep. It didn't do as well as the rest of them. PlayStation 4 was revolutionary. It talks about the problems that the developers have each time a console comes out. They have to obviously use new technology. Sometimes it's difficult and all that kind of stuff. They talk about uh, uh, an actor and a producer who got together to, I don't know if anyone remembers Abe's Odyssey, Mm -hmm. a weird game. No. Yeah, Abe's Odyssey was a creation from an actor and a producer who worked in Hollywood. And at that time, in the mid-90s, they realized that the, the, the video game industry is making a lot of money. So they got together and made their own computer games company called, uh, it's I think it's called Odyssey or something. And they made this game. And the game was very, very popular. To this day, they still make games. Really? They they've made, yeah, they've, they've, they just make so much more money now compared to the movies. Because like we said, the video game industry is worth more than, than the movie and music industry. Mm. And like you said, Emmanuel, let's talk about the show. These e esports, they money, yeah, money, money can be huge. And the thing is, and the thing is, you got sports, um, sports uh, stars who are moving towards e, you know, um, e gaming as well. E sports, they're actually like coaching the gamers. Shit. But you know, in that documentary, the one on Netflix, um, High Score. Yeah. Do you remember that one where they they um, they follow a couple of these kids? They go to they went to these competitions. These competitions have been going on for like you know since obviously the eighties, nineties, and whatever. Mm, where yeah. you know they would win back then. It was probably like about five thousand or ten thousand dollars. But now, mm. some of these cats, man, they are They're earning celebrities. Like, yeah, exactly, a hundred grand. Like you know, they they're, you know being flown like you know all you know all around yeah. the world to like win this sort of stuff. This is mm. huge man yeah. uh, so the question that i've got divado in the, in this kind of like you know bedrooms to billions this playstation thing do they speak about the playstation 5 coming out as they well no well they, they you know, that's what i was waiting i was waiting for that but you know what they they made a small mention of it but this is all to do with playstation one two three right. four, okay and all the all the developers and companies that are attached to it and all the all the history behind that the successes the bombs all of that but the playstation 5 no because i guess when they made this playstation 5 was still a bit far away so maybe they couldn't mention it for any reason but yeah this is it's two and a half hours man it's do you know what it's really in depth and i do recommend uh giving it a watch if you know if you're into playstation obviously now a playstation 5 yeah and like right coming out or out now you know what this was i enjoyed it really enjoyed it Xbox lovers don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, I was just about to say, so like the current console wars, who do you reckon is going to win this one? Microsoft or is it going to be PlayStation? I think it's, it's tight because from what I understand, the new Xbox, they give you two good options. One's a sort of top range option and then the cheaper option is only $250. That's cheap. Mm. For Xbox, that gives you quite a lot of stuff too. Yeah, and then the size of it—it's not as big as the new PlayStation Five. Everyone's complaining about the size; it's massive. But you know what? From what I understand, the Xbox, the new one, the top range one, the the hardware inside it is top notch. It can do certain things better than the PlayStation, but the PlayStation can do certain things better as well. Right. It's a tight one. I really can't call it. But yeah. if it's if it's from the family perspective, 
people stick with the family. People that have got PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Or They're going to go for PlayStation. So I think it might just be the same sort of wave of continuity from that, you know, that we've seen in the past. But yeah, people don't switch this late in the game. You know, it's hard to do that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I think especially if, you, especially if you've been well. playing, playing um, one console and you've got a whole stack of games. Spot on, Emmanuel. Spot on, because both, both X, uh, Xbox, what's it called? Series? One? Okay. Or, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. But the new one and then PlayStation 5, they're both backwards compatible. Still play your old game, new computer. Good. There you have yeah. it, folks. Mm. Go check them out. Yeah. We ain't playing around here, guys. <laughs> we have covered a lot. Your, don't charge <laughs> your, your, your control pads. Dust out your games. Do that quick. That blow <laughs> on the cart on the cartridges. Oh, the SNES, oh the SNES cartridges. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was an expert blower, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Any dust, out of that. any dust, man. That's work. so funny. <laughs> oh gosh, man, that brings back memories. All right, Sorry, okay. Sir. Unfortunately, we're out of time, folks. So we really, really hope you've enjoyed the show. It's been great you know, chatting games and movies uh, with my boys Deval and Emmanuel. So uh, keep it locked uh, with the Flicksters and we'll be bringing you another episode very, very soon. And remember to keep in touch with us. Deval, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, Insta, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, also YouTube as well. We started putting our, our episodes on YouTube, so keep it locked in there. And Emmanuel, thanks again for joining us today. Again, as usual, Thank it's been you. a pleasure. Oh, it's a Always. pleasure, man. Thank you very much. Check this guy out. Uh, I was going to say, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, uh, what are you going to go for? PlayStation or are you going to go for Xbox? PlayStation. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's going to be PlayStation. Yeah, man. All right. Okay, folks, let us know what you're going for in the comment sections on our Instagram page. All right, that's enough from me. See you later. Yeah. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast. <laughs>